Hi there, this is Jacob Msipa, the senior pastor of Builders Church. I just want to thank you for taking time to listen to our podcast today. And I trust that it will bless and build your spirit. Enjoy the message and God bless you. And this morning we are going to talk about the acts of the Holy Spirit. Many people in scripture performed many great acts. Not in their own strength, but it was because of the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit that was upon them. The book of Acts is normally referred to as the Acts of the Apostles. Amen? But... If we were to be accurate with the title of the book of Acts, we are actually supposed to refer to it as the Acts of the Holy Spirit. Because anything and everything that the apostles did in the book of Acts, it was because of the power of the Holy Spirit that was at work in their lives. They experienced miracles. They performed great acts, exploits, because of the work of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Are we together? We are going to read from the book of Isaiah, chapter number 59 and verse number 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in, like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Father, we thank you for the reading of your word. We pray that you will speak to us, O God, and challenge us. And transform our lives. In Jesus name. Amen. Last week Bazolane, we. Spoke briefly about how. Jesus in the book of Acts chapter number 1 verse 8 said. To the disciples they were going to receive power. They were going to receive power. After that, the Holy Spirit has come upon them. Are we together? They are going to receive power after that the Holy Spirit has come upon them. Remember, this was after earlier on, he breathed, the Bible says, upon them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. In the same way that when we are saved, when we are born again, we receive the Holy Spirit. As we have said a a couple of weeks ago that so that we can be able to call God our Father. Because he comes to confirm our sonship. He comes to seal our new birth and our salvation 
experience. That is the Holy Spirit in us. Remember, before we were saved, he was with us. When we got saved, he came and dwelt on the inside of us. He is in us. So we have him in us. But Jesus in Acts chapter number 1 verse 8, he introduces another dimension in the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. He says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Are we here? When the Holy Spirit does what? Comes upon you. So remember he was with you. He is now in you if you are born again. And then Jesus says, he will also come upon you. And when he comes upon you, he does so to empower you. To give you that miraculous power to be at play from within you. So this is a call for us, Bazolani, not to miss out on this dimension of being empowered by the Holy Spirit. So that we understand that we don't just stop at receiving the Holy Spirit to be in us, but we must believe God so that he can also come upon us. This is what the Bible was referring to. Actually, it was John speaking. He said, I am baptizing you with water for the remission of your sins, right? But he said, the one who is coming after me, he is coming to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire which is a separate experience from just receiving the Holy Spirit when you are born again. So remember, after he breathed on them and he said, receive the Holy Spirit, they received the Holy Spirit. But then he said to them, go and tarry in Jerusalem. Go and tarry in Jerusalem. He said, you shall be endowed with power from on high or clothed upon with power from on high. Where? In Jerusalem. So there is a separate experience after you have received the Holy Spirit. There is a separate experience where you are going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit as he comes upon you. Of which the Bible shows us that the initial evidence of him coming upon you will be speaking in other tongues and prophesying. In other words, also we can look at it this way so that even the gifts of the Spirit of God can be at work in your life. Are we together? In Acts chapter number 2, the Bible tells us how the Holy Spirit, while they were praying in the upper room, the Holy Spirit, like a rushing mighty wind, the Bible says, moved into that room 
And the Bible says the cloven tongues of fire sat upon each and every one of them. And then it says they started speaking in other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance or the ability to speak in other tongues, right? As the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. And in Acts chapter number 19, the scripture we were quoting for the past couple of weeks that when the disciples uh, were asked, have you received the Holy Spirit? They said, we did not even know that there is the Holy Spirit, right? But the Bible then says, when they were prayed for, the Holy Spirit came upon them. And what was the initial evidence? They started speaking in other tongues. So there is a dimension that you and I are supposed to tap into. And that dimension is available for us. It is there for us. So it's up to you to just park and, and, and just say, you know what, as long as I'm born again, as long as I'm saved, that's fine. Or you can press on and trust God and believe God and exercise this promise in your life that the Holy Spirit can come upon you to empower you, to equip you, to experience the supernatural power of God to be at play in your life. Are we together, Bazalwan? This is the dimension that was also upon the Lord Jesus Christ himself. Where the Bible tells us that after he was baptized, coming out of the water, the Bible says the Holy Spirit came upon him in a form of, the, of a dove, came upon him, and also later on he declared, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. And then he's mentioning all of the acts that he was going to perform as a result of the Holy Spirit coming upon him. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, he comes to equip you for mighty and supernatural acts. You can be able to do things that you will not be able to do ordinarily with your natural strength or your natural abilities. Are we here, Bazalwan? So again, the Bible tells us in Acts chapter number 10, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. So Jesus did not perform all of the acts that he was performing out of his natural strength, but he was doing so as he was also endowed with the power of the Holy Spirit that was upon him. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power. And then it says, who went about doing good. So all of the great and the good things that Jesus was doing, he was doing them simply because the Holy Spirit equipped him to do so. And it says he went about healing all who were oppressed by even the devil because God was with him. But take note, Bazalani, the very same Jesus, in John 14, verse 12, he said the following, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do. And then he says, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And remember, when he was talking to the disciples about going to the Father, he said, I'm not going to leave you alone. He said, I'm going to ask the Father to send you another helper. So in other words, he's going to the very same power that is available for me at play, at work in my life, 
as I'm doing all of these great things that I am doing, he says, he is also going to come upon you and you shall also do greater works than this. So we can choose to settle for less, Vazalwan. We can choose to limit God in as far as his power is concerned in our lives by just simply, you know, settling for the natural things or the normal things that we are able to do or we can tap into his supernatural power that is available for us. Are we together? Now, there are a number of people who experienced the same phenomenon in the Old Testament especially. Where the Bible tells us how after the Holy Spirit came upon them, they did great and mighty acts. After that, the Holy Spirit came upon them. That's where the difference is, Bazalwan. That after the Holy Spirit comes upon us, what we are able to do after that cannot be normal. It cannot just be a normal, ordinary act. But it becomes a supernatural act. Because this is when the Holy Spirit gives you different kinds of anointings to operate in them in different seasons depending on what is it that God wants to do in and through you. There is a man by the name of Othniel in Judges chapter number 3 from verse number 9. The Bible says, when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord, the Lord raised up a deliverer. So this man was going to be a deliverer and do great things, perform great acts, be a deliverer for the children of Israel. This is a, an assignment given by God. And he said, who delivered them? Not, not only was he called to be a deliverer, indeed he delivered them. In other words, he fulfilled his calling. He fulfilled his assignment. The Bible says, Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, listen to verse 10. It says, the spirit of the Lord came upon him and he judged Israel. In other words, he, he, he presided over the affairs of Israel. He became a significant leader. Because he had this assignment to deliver the children of Israel. But he did not do so with his natural strength and ability. The Bible says the Holy Spirit came upon him and he judged Israel. So in other words, you and I, even, you know, when we are elected or chosen to lead people, we need to trust God. We need to ask God to give us the dimension of his power that is going to enable us to lead, to fulfill that assignment, not with our own strength and wisdom, but with the supernatural power of God. And this is the part that I like, Barcelona. The Bible says he went out to war and the Lord delivered Kushan, K 
taking of Mesopotamia into his hands. So when the Holy Spirit is upon you, God does what? He delivers your enemies into your hands so that you are going to come out victoriously in whatever challenging time and challenging season that you find yourself in. You might be challenged in the area of finances. You might be challenged in your career. You might be challenged in your business. But guess what? When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you are going to come out victoriously. Are we here, Barcelona? You know, our problem is that we have been somehow programmed, particularly as the black church, that the power of God is at work when we are falling on the ground, rolling on the floor, then we can say, hey, no, you know, but, but the power of God can be at work in your life to help you to do what God has called you to do. So that even when you are called to be a leader, let me tell you this, when you are privileged to, to be appointed as a leader anyway, at work, in the community, don't do it in your natural strength. Ask God for His Spirit to come upon you so that you can be a Spirit-filled, Spirit-equipped leader. And so that you can make the kinds of decisions that are not normal and begin to function at the level of the wisdom of God. Why? Because the Spirit of God is upon your life. Number two, I'm sure we know of the man called Gideon in the book of Judges. Chapter number six, we know how Gideon did not even believe in himself. He doubted himself. And I'm sure many of us here, you know, we are like Gideon where we don't even think that there, there is something significant that we can do. We don't even believe in ourselves that we can be able to mobilize people, influence people for God's assignment so that we can influence them so that things can be done in a particular way. But the Bible says when the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, he started blowing a trumpet, and the Bible tells us how even an army came behind him. He became a man of influence. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. So in other words, it does not matter whether you can look down on yourself and you don't believe in yourself and you don't think there are certain things that you can be able to do and probably God is calling you for something. He is putting a dream in your heart, a vision in your heart to do something big or something great and you are beginning to doubt yourself. Let me tell you this, even if you are doubting yourself, but once the Spirit of God comes upon you, you are definitely going to find yourself, you know, believing that there is something great that can come out of you. Number three, Samson. I'm sure we know of this man. I mean, Samson, Utumeng Oguba, his core. Samson, Utumeng Oguba, Indotenamandla, who was able to do Great acts, great exploits when we, when we read about him. But I want to show you, Uguti, the, the strength and the power that Samson had to perform all of those acts, it was not natural strength. Because I'm sure even in our heads, we are just picturing Samson, no big guy, hunk, yeah, boy. Can't be a six pack, I one pack, Jing, I'm so. 
Come a six pack, you know, muscles and all that. And probably he was like that. But we must not be deceived to think that he was able to perform all of the acts that he performed because of his natural strength. Look at what the Bible says in Judges chapter number 14, verse 6. It says, And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. Now, you need to understand, Barcelona, the, the, the Bible does not waste words. When it comes to Samson, it uses a different phrase. It says, And the Spirit of the Lord came mightily, mightily, mightily upon him. And he tore the lion apart as one would have torn apart a young goat. May God give you that kind of strength. May God give you that kind of power so that you can be able to tear apart anything that is seeking to devour you. Anything that is seeking to destroy you. May God, may the Spirit of the Lord come mightily upon you so that you can be able to tear away all of your challenges as if you are tearing pieces of paper. So it was not because of his physical strength that he was able to tear the lion apart. The Bible says the spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. It was not his natural strength. It was not his natural strength. But it was the supernatural power of God at play. Now, you can see this power is manifesting in a manner that is relevant to his assignment. Because his assignment had to do with defeating Philistines, as we are going to see. Enemies of the people of God. But he was not going to fulfill that assignment in his own natural strength. The Bible says, the Holy Spirit came mightily upon him. Look, look at verse number 19. Then it says, then the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, again it says, mightily. Mightily. And he went down to Ashkelon and killed 30 of their men, took their apparel, and gave the changes of clothing to those who had explained the riddle. So his anger was aroused, and he went back up to his father's house. So he killed 30 men instantly. Not because he was Mike Tyson, but because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him, how? Mightily. Mightily. He's able to do things. I mean, can you imagine killing 30 people with your own bare hands? You don't have a gun or anything. The Holy Spirit came upon him mightily. It is my prayer today that the Spirit of God will come mightily upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. And in chapter 15, verse 14, the Bible then says, when he came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting against him. Listen to this. Then the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him and the ropes that were on his arms 
became like flax that is bent with fire. And his bones broke loose from his not because he was a strong man, but simply because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him mightily. And I am praying this morning that the Spirit of God will come mightily upon you so that anything that is limiting you in terms of what you are able to do with your hands, that it may be broken off of your hands in the name of Jesus Christ. Anything that is limiting you in your life, any chain that is tying you down as the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, may it be broken in the name of Jesus Christ. May it be broken in the name of Jesus Christ that anything that God has blessed you to do in your life, whether in your business, whether in your career, in the name of Jesus, if the enemy is attempting to limit you in that area, I am praying that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you mightily in the name of Jesus. When the devil thinks he has now found you, he has oppressed you, he has cornered you, that you are not going to come out of that corner. You are not going to come out of that small place, that place of depression and under pressure and frustration. In the name of Jesus, I am praying right now that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you mightily and the enemy will see you coming out of that place in the name of Jesus. And of course, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Saul. In 1 Samuel chapter number 10 and verse 6, it says, Then the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you, and you will prophesy with them and be turned into another man. So there is absolutely no way that the Spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you are going to remain the same, Barcelona. When the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, you are going to be changed. You are going to be turned into another man, another woman. You are going to be changed and become a much more bold person, much more stronger person, much more intelligent person, much more shrewd person in business. Why? Because the Spirit of the Lord is coming upon you. In other words, you can be an ordinary person at work where everybody looks at you and they know what you are capable of. But as the Spirit of the Lord comes upon you, may you be turned into a different person. May you be changed and become better and become greater and become wiser and become stronger. In the name of Jesus, I am praying that even when they thought you are going to break down, even when they thought you are just going to give up but that you are going to be turned into a different person you are going to change you are going to surprise your family you are going to surprise your colleagues you are going to surprise your friends after they have said they know you and they know what you are capable of but you are going to be transformed supernaturally you are going to become a different person you are going to change you are going to become that kind of a person who is able to do things bring solutions change situations and circumstances by the supernatural power of God in your life. May you be turned into another man. May you be turned into another woman. May you be turned into another girl, another boy. May you become a much more better person in the name of Jesus Christ. May you be turned into a different kind of a teenager. Even when they thought you are going to behave like other teenagers. 
but may the supernatural power of God come upon you as a teenager. May you become a different kind of a teenager. May you become a different kind of a young girl, a different kind of a young woman, a different kind of a young man, so that you are going to be operating under the influence of the supernatural power of God. May you be able to do great and mighty acts in your life, in your community, in your calling, in your assignment in the name of Jesus Christ. Say, I will be turned into another man. Say, I will be turned into another man in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me close. Basolani, the same spirit that came upon these men and they, 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 they began to do great and mighty acts. It is the same Holy Spirit that even came upon the church in the book of Acts. Basolani. The Bible tells us that in the book of Acts chapter number 2, it tells us how like a rushing mighty wind on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit moved into that room. They were 120 and they were praying. Mazalwane. The Bible says like a rushing mighty wind the Holy Spirit moved into that room and like cloven tongues of fire. He sat upon each and every one of them and they began to speak in other tongues. Take note Mazalwane. As they are speaking in other tongues and experiencing revival they, 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 there comes people from all over being surprised at what is happening. To cut the long story short they began to say these are drunk. But take note, one man begins to stand up. Peter is his name. This is the very same Peter who before denied Jesus. He was afraid when they told him, we know you. You used to be with Jesus. He said, no, I want nothing to do with this Jesus. I don't know him. But after the Holy Spirit comes upon him, he is changed into another man. He is turned into another man. He is no longer fearful. He is no longer timid. But he becomes bold and he rises up and he says to them, these are not drunk but this is the fulfillment of the prophecy of Jewel who said I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your young men will see visions and your elderly will dream dreams. He then begins to preach to them boldly under the influence of the power of the Holy Spirit. Take note Basaran and the Bible says they were pricked in their consciences and the Bible says they asked what shall we do and Peter with the boldness that comes from the Spirit of God he says to them, repent. He says to them, repent. So that you can be saved. And the Bible says in that day, 3,000 3, souls were saved. In one day, 3,000 souls were saved. I don't, I don't, I don't know, Bazarani, if you realize this. Just a moment earlier, just a moment earlier, there were 120 in the upper room. 120 of them praying. They were all by themselves believing God. But when the wind started blowing, it gathered people from near and far. It brought people, brought them nearer and closer. It reminds me of how the wind was blowing even in the New in the Old Testament. The Bible says the quails were gathered within the camps of the children of Israel because the wind was blowing, bringing the resources that they needed much more closer. Can you imagine when Jesus said, go and preach, but on that day, supernaturally, God 
brought souls nearer to them. As they walked out of the upper room, there were souls who were ready to hear the message of the gospel. And I am praying today, may God, by the wind of His Spirit, may He move in your life and gather the resources for you from afar. That the resources that you need in your life, may the wind of the Spirit of God begin to blow in the name of Jesus and bring opportunities closer to you. Doors closer to you. Breakthroughs closer to you. May the Spirit of God begin to move mightily even upon your life and cause you to do great and mighty acts that even when the enemy comes in to try and interrupt your life that the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against the enemy on your behalf. May you not live this life without the power of the Holy Spirit at work in your life. May you allow the Spirit of the Lord to raise up a standard in your life that when the enemy thinks he can destroy you, when he thinks he can kill you, when he thinks he can limit you, when he thinks he can frustrate you. May the Spirit of the Lord raise up a standard against the enemy on your behalf. May the Spirit of the Lord raise up the banner of the name of the Lord in your life and send a strong message to the devil that not you, you are a child of God. That not you, you are blessed. Not you, you are anointed. Not you, you are covered. You are protected. May the Spirit of the Lord raise up a standard. You are not going to fight for yourself, but the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard. You are not going to sit and be frustrated at night, wondering how are you going to come out of that situation, but the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against the enemy and show the enemy who you are and whose you are. May the Spirit of the Lord raise up the standard and come mightily upon you to equip you to empower you and cause you to do acts that you could not do on your own to make things easy for you that Peter all that you need to do is to minister under the supernatural power of God and souls will be saved that all you need to do is to walk into that boardroom under the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit and walk out with a deal, walk out with a contract in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's just lift up our hands. Declare this after me. Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. I thank you today that I am filled with the Holy Spirit. I am empowered by the Holy Spirit coming upon my life. I thank you today that I will be turned into another man. I will be changed. I will be transformed by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit coming upon me. In the name of Jesus, I shall do great and mighty acts great and mighty exploits by reason of the Holy Spirit coming upon me in the name of Jesus I will never be the same my life will never be the same my family will never be the same my calling will never be the same I thank you Lord 
that in my life, when the enemy comes, your spirit will lift up the standard against him. Your spirit will lift up the standard against him. Your spirit will lift up the standard against him. In the name of Jesus, I thank you that I am empowered. I am equipped by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Come on, put your hands together and bless the Lord in this place. Come on, praise him for his power upon your life. 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 Thank you once again for listening to the message today. We trust that you were blessed by it. Please do subscribe to our podcast to receive new messages every week. Thank you very much and keep on building.